Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hey, One Hope Church and One Hope friends, Peter here, launching our next season of the Bible Reading Podcast. And this is going to be a fun one. This is season five, during the literally during the season of Lent 2023, we're reading through the, the book of Luke and Acts uh, in 40 days. And so a lot of reading, but it's going to be just an adventure. I mean, we're looking at the entire span of the life and ministry, death and resurrection of Jesus, and then bursting right into the early church and the movements of the Holy Spirit spreading this new kingdom of God thing throughout the ancient world. Uh, just amazing, amazing storyline that we're going to be following. And I just want to say from the get-go here, some of these passages are kind of long, and you may feel a little bit daunted by, oh my, how can I keep this up? Uh, some of you are up for the challenge, I know, but some of you, if you get a little discouraged and feel like you missed a day and oh, I got to catch up, here's my advice. If you miss a day, don't catch up. Just start right on the next day, because uh, the whole point of this is not to do a reading plan. It's to really be in the Word of God and and hopefully to catch a sense of the entire drama of, of this bursting onto the historical scene thing, which is our Lord Jesus Christ coming uh, to be here among us and living and dying and rising and then bursting forth this church thing of which we're a part of. And, and so really want all of us to try to catch that, the grandeur of that. And uh, so I, I would hate if you got behind and felt like, I just got to give up, or you, or you just get frustrated because you're trying to catch up. Another thought, just for those of you who maybe feel a little intimidated by the length of some of the readings, is is to do it every day, but just do part of the reading every day. Hit one paragraph or two in each of the readings. And so just I just want to kind of give you some grace here. Uh, really want us to, as many as we can, kind of go through this, and it's really a great benefit if you are able to saturate yourself in the scriptures during this uh, during this season. But uh, but also give yourself grace and remind yourself the purpose of this is to be in the Word and to allow God's Spirit to speak to you uh, to us as we uh, just surrender ourselves uh, to the the big God story of which we're a part of. So. Now, a little bit of background as we're just kind of kicking off this uh, this season. We're going to look at these two books of Luke and Acts, and these are it's, it's really the book of Luke and Acts. It's really a it's it's a two volume single work, really written by a guy named Luke, where the first volume is what we call the Gospel of Luke, and it's a, it's the biography of Jesus' life, death, resurrection, ascension, and quite a bit about his birth. The Gospel of Luke is unique in that it has it has more detail about the birth and ancestry and background of Jesus than any other of what we call the Gospels, which are just the four biographies of Jesus in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And, uh, and so just kind of note that, uh, just that that's one unique thing about Luke. The other thing that Luke, the Gospel of Luke, this first volume of this two-volume work, um, Though he absolutely affirms the deity of Christ, that Jesus is the Son of God, that he's equal with God, 
he also really affirms, and it's kind of a, a key theme in Luke, the humanity of Christ. They, that he, God really became one of us, and, and uh, his, the compassion of Jesus uh, for us fellow humans is emphasized. He's one of us. And so just kind of take note of that as you kind of go through the Gospel of Luke in these, in these readings. And, and then, of course, Volume 2 is, is as I said, the, is the book of Acts, which he just continues uh, the story. He just continues right where he left off with the ascension of Jesus, ascending into heaven and then commissioning his disciples to, to birth this thing called the church, which happens on the day of Pentecost as the Holy Spirit falls upon the disciples and they're off. Um, just a couple of other little details, maybe just to mention about Luke as you kind of begin this uh, these daily readings in Luke. Um, Luke was unique in all of the writers of the New Testament that he's he's we believe the only new writer of the New Testament who's not a Jew. Uh, he was a non-Jew in all likelihood of Greek origin. And, and so he really writes his gospel account for his fellow Greeks in mind. He, he explains uh, Jewish traditions and he translates Aramaic words into the Greek and, and uh, explains bits and pieces of geog- Jewish geography, uh, geography of Israel, um, for his Greek hearers who wouldn't have no idea what, where, where certain things are. And so uh, another little thing just to note that Luke, he, he addresses both the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts to the same guy, a guy named Theophilus, and calls him his, your excellency. So it might have been an, uh, an official of some kind in kind of the Roman world, the Greek world, and uh, maybe who had become a Christian, and he's kind of like, I want to share with you the, the full details of, of what you've gotten yourself into, the big God story. and uh, Or maybe someone who is just uh, coming to faith. and Or even some people speculate that it's possible that Theophilus, Theophilus is not a, even a real person. It could be just a, a, a synonym just to represent um, just anybody who's seeking after God, because the, the, that word Theophilus literally means friend of God. Uh, you know, someone who's open to God. And so it's, that's a possibility, uh, though it's probably more likely that he really, uh, truly was a real person. Just another thing to note, just as we're entering into, as you're doing your Gospel of uh, Luke readings, the first volume, he makes the point to say that um, that he, he was set out to having investigated everything carefully and kind of looking, you know, uh, talking to those who were, who were eyewitnesses, that he, he set out to write an orderly account uh, of all the events that have happened. And and just to note that um, by orderly account, it doesn't necess- not necessarily mean chronological. It could be. Uh, but he just, he, he has an order. He has a structure for how he's kind of laying out the biography of Jesus, which is really what the Gospel of Luke is. So just kind of note that. Um, and then I'll just kind of uh, just note as well that uh, as you enter into today's reading of Luke chapter 1, just a couple things to point out. Um, he begins by giving really the backstory to the birth of John the Baptist. Now, John the Baptist was the prophet that God used to identify Jesus as the Messiah before Jesus first began his, his uh, public ministry. And, uh, and they were actually cousins, John the Baptist and uh, Jesus were. And what's really interesting to note is that um, in chapter 1 of your reading today, you'll hear about how the angel Gabriel appears to Zechariah and, and tells him about how this John is going to be born to 
his wife, but they're very old. They're unable to have children. They're so old. Um, but so it'd be a miracle. But Zechariah kind of, he, he really questions God. He doesn't really believe it. That's followed up by the angel Gabriel sharing with Mary that, that God's going to come upon her. And even though she's a virgin, she's going to give birth to a son. And Mary also had questions, but it's, what's really interesting is that she ultimately, she, she asked some questions, but then she said, be it done to me according to the Lord's will. Um, the angel rebukes Zechariah, but does not rebuke Mary. So there's a contrast there. Uh, both asked questions. Both were told things that were going to happen that were impossible, humanly po- impossible to happen. So maybe just kind of explore that a little bit, uh, the kind of contrast um, Zachariah's response to the angel Gabriel and Mary's response to the angel Gabriel and how, of course, we want to respond like Mary did. And then just the the other contrast I'll have you just kind of maybe draw attention to is they both have a song. Mary sings a song when she meets Elizabeth, who's pregnant with John the Baptist, and they're just rejoicing, and and uh, the baby, uh, John the Baptist, leaps in Elizabeth's womb in the presence of, of Jesus, who's in the womb of Mary, just a sweet tender moment but then mary bursts into this song it's been called the magnificat but just as you read this song it's packed full of some just good solid theological concepts and thoughts and and i mean this girl knew her bible and and uh, um i don't know if women of that day were illiterate or not uh it seems like that may have been the case often uh, it was the boys who were who were taught uh, the scriptures uh, more so than than the girls. Uh, the boys had a special kind of of school they went to to learn, really memorize the scriptures. But here's Mary; she's 14 years old, probably something in that range. And there's something about Mary's backstory that she knows her Bible. She, uh, you know, I don't know if she uh, had uh, mentors in her life or if she just learned how to read, or or who knows what that story is, but there's something special about Mary, and uh, there may be a, a deeper reason why God picked her. She loved God, and she knew she was a part of something huge, and she even understood some some aspects of, of what was happening uh, that others had no clue of what was happening. Mary, Mary, Mary did have a clue. And then there's Zachariah's song. He has a song. When John the Baptist is born, it's a wonderful moment. And he rejoices. He gets his voice back, as you'll read. And the thing that I would just note is the gospel is right there in Zachariah's song. He had some insights, too. Now, he's an old, old guy. Mary was this young girl. She's got insights. Zachariah's this old guy. Read verse 77. He knows that this is about the forgiveness of sins. The Messiah coming is about the forgiveness of sins. I'm not sure that everybody understood that, though it's pretty clearly uh, revealed in the Old Testament. Most people saw the Messiah would come and be this conqueror and deliver Israel uh, from the Romans and be this kind of new King David. But Zechariah, he he knew his Bible and that this coming Messiah would be coming to forgive us of our sins. And I don't know if he understood how that was going to happen through the cross. I don't think he did, but he understood that the Messiah's role was 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 a humanity game changer to set us free from the sin disease. So, just that's just the beginning. And that's just the beginning as we kind of proceed into the big God story 
And so blessings to you guys as you read these scriptures. Again, don't feel bad if you don't get through it all. Uh, just keep going every day. Keep going and listen to the podcast and and just go on this journey together as we just immerse ourselves in this big God story of which we're a part. The drama's continuing. The story's continuing. Uh, we're, we're, you know, Book of Luke Part 3 or 4 or 5. It's a multi-volume series and we're part of the series. So let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, thank you for each one going on this journey of these daily readings and podcasts listening. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, would you just just communicate to every person in unique ways exactly what you want to say through each of the readings read and through even through the podcasts as they're shared. Uh, you are you are real God and you speak to us today and we invite you to speak to us in real time through the power of your word and even through your sons and daughters who will be sharing on these podcasts as well. Holy Spirit, we're open. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.